0: Hi there. welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and Spurs have come back to form. We're now on a Monday talking about another loss. It was a nice while it lasted, the two wins, but hey-ho. Uh, so, three guests uh, today, three against one. Unfortunately, that wasn't the result. We've got the one right, Mike, who was uh, on the preview, West Ham fan. How you doing, Mike? Uh, apart from the winning like the Cheshire Cat, I'm assuming you've had a fairly good day. <laughs> That is going to be my response for most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, obviously. How you doing, Brian? Uh, Tottenham on Tour as well, uh, your YouTube channel. Tell us about
1: that. Yeah, so first of all, let me just say uh, all together now, we're fucking shit. Oh, I broke the 10 minutes in one minute. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, Tottenham Tour. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I didn't think that one through. Um, but, but yeah, so... Uh, Tottenham on Tour is where you can find me in Bright Island. We're a relatively newer channel. I was part of Tottenham away. Uh, We're starting to do a bit more regular stuff with me being back home in London and not home in Toronto, where I live now. It's been hard with the time differences, but we're starting to do a bit more. And then obviously when I get back to Toronto on the 5th of November, we'll be doing a lot more because we're both on the same time zone. So yeah, Tottenham on Tour is where you can find us.
0: Excellent. Yeah, so that link will be in the description, both on the uh, uh, YouTube channel and the audio podcast as well. And Adam, welcome back after a few Adam. weeks of holiday. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying anything, but when you were away, we won. You've come back and we, I, I'm not saying anything, I'm not saying anything, but you know, That's it's just right. how the <laughs> cookie... We we'll
2: were away, we lost to Arsenal, so yeah, you won't be back. <laughs> yeah, how, how are you doing? doing? We are you? When I'm back with these. just London, the yeah.
0: derby. just can't think of it, <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so we better crack on with this. First things first, uh, it's actually my birthday today. Uh, unfortunately, Tottenham couldn't give me an early birthday present, but it is today. Do you want money? Do you want presents? No, I'd love some likes and I'd love some subscribes. So hit that subscribe, hit that like, and yeah, hopefully this won't be too horrible for any Spurs fans. Uh,
1: so first of, all, first of all, Chris, happy birthday. Thank you. And second of all, that means your birthday and Tommy's birthday, whose birthday it was on Friday. Yeah,
0: it was last week, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, but he, no, it was, fr- so he, it was Friday. So it was Friday. So you had to watch that horror show in Europe, <laughs> and then his birthday weekend with this game. But you had your birthday Eve ruined yeah, by this yeah. game. Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham—the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, it's been a good week, but Tottenham lost. But they're Tottenham. So. Uh, but yeah, first off, I'll come to you, uh, Adam. Nuno's gamble doesn't pay off. He dropped everybody who started against West Ham and Newcastle in Europe. We lost that game. Absolutely shocking. Everyone's come back. We've lost again. Uh, for me, though, the the, the, the lineup yeah. that he picked in Europe, I wasn't too upset about that. See what that that backup team can do. Obviously, they haven't done anything. So they learned something there, but you've got to kind of say it's a bit of a yeah because he's he's um, lost two games on the bounce.
2: Yeah. Yesterday, I mean, it's evident we lose. We need a, a, a playmaker midfielder. We need a playmaker. Mm. It just breaks down. We're just not good enough in the final third. It breaks down all the time. I mean, we had possession yesterday, sixty-three <clears> percent um, or something like that. I think total in yeah, the game, it, which a lot of possession. Um, but we need that playmaker. We need that Eric. We need someone who's going to put those balls through and not, not waste this, this you know, we get into the final third and it's wasted all the time. And um, I don't think Kane is sharp enough at the moment. The header he had, he would have put away, you know, mm. he was, without the breakfast. Um, yeah, I, I mean, did. I did like the bad. desire. The ball was in the air
0: for quite a while. I did like the desire of him to sprint to get that. But yeah, he should have buried that. But um... oh yeah, uh, Sucec yeah. then had a, had ahead of himself, which I'm sure Mike will talk about in a bit, which um, we'll come to in a bit. But yeah,
2: West um, Ham good. West Ham an organised side. They've got they've got uh, Rice and they've got um, they've got Suczak in the middle, and, and they've got a really you know strong spine. Um, in their squad, they got they got Zuma now, got Antonio overseas, who's a very good player, um, and and then that's what Tottenham lack, and I think it came down to desire, and, and West Ham had it, and um, it's time and time again for Spurs in these games where you know we we just lack that that cutting edge, lack that desire, and um, we we come up short, and that that was that.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think Brian with the gamble obviously not worked and the game yesterday I, I I thought obviously West Ham got their goal and when it mattered they got the goal but I didn't think any team had any oh they had so many more chances than the other I thought it was a fairly boring game um, but yeah what did you make of the gamble by Nuno that hasn't worked in the game
1: yesterday? So first of all it, 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 when it comes to the game I think Michael agree as well it wasn't your typical Spurs West Ham game which was action packed Box to box, tempers flaring up. I mean, there's that one flare-up with Romero. Um, but normally, there's a lot more excitement to the game. There's a lot more more desire from both teams. And it was a very, they cancelled each other out. Um, when you say the word gamble, I don't think, Nuno didn't gamble. He has no choice. We are, sh- we are shockingly crap. So he, ha- he cannot risk his players um, getting injured in this conference league. His bread and butter for Tottenham is the Premier League, and to try and get better the game today and earlier uh, yesterday than last season. And unfortunately, our squad in our squad depth has not allowed him to be able to play these players for every game. He he can't. He's got to try and find, especially with only one striker. He can't. I mean, we'll, we'll get onto him during the uh, during the discussion, I'm sure. Um, but we just do not have the squad. Look at look, look look at West Ham on Thursday. They played. Uh, it was at home in Europe, correct, Mike?
3: Yep. <clears> so, throat> throat> but,
1: but, so they, they won 3 0. Declan Rice comes off with half an hour to go. So he's fresh. That team, what that team are doing as well under David Moyes, may not be the same style as what we paid, but they're doing exactly what Pochettino did with Spurs. They work as a team. They may not have, if you look at the two squads, they may mm-hmm. not have the better players when you look at the sons and the, the Romeros and things like that. But as a team, they're working a lot better and a lot harder than ours and they're working for the manager well our team clearly aren't and even if they are they haven't got the skills to do what he wants so um the word gamble i don't think is the correct i know what you're trying to say but i, I don't think he's got a choice is I, I say it's a calculated risk as opposed to a, a gamble um but <laughs> at the end of the day west ham took their chance that they had and then one thing west ham do is they one new up with, what, 12 minutes to go? Of course they're going to sit back and just soak everything up. And we should have made our subs earlier. And mm. it is what it is. And it's another embarrassing uh, night for Tottenham.
0: Yeah. I mean, in contrast, Mike, Nuno rested all 11 of his uh, players. I think you mentioned on Friday you had four that maybe were in. But like you mentioned on Friday, where we've got someone like an Ali who just doesn't look bothered, you know, He he didn't get asked to play a game. He got asked to stop playing Fortnite for a a day. It looked like he can't be bothered. Whereas in contrast with your team, whoever goes in, it's my chance to get myself in the first team, my chance to help a team like Brian says, you're working as a team. Uh, So, yeah, a completely different contrast. I do agree with Brian that it's like how we had under Pochettino, everybody working, everyone knows their jobs when someone comes in. So, I mean, you must be absolutely delighted that not just the win, but, you know, how things have changed. I mean, Moyes was there before, wasn't he? And he didn't really like yeah, the place really. on fire. And he, he's come back. I'm I, i I'm pretty sure West Hampton's, well oh, we don't want him back because of what he did. But you must be absolutely delighted with how it's turned out now. And with Vice and Suchet, you've got an absolute partnership there. And Vice is, I mean, he's, he's unbelievable, well, right? At the moment, and, he's and, Yeah, it, he's you must it. be delighted with how things are going.
4: Yeah, it's like, so, you know, back in that time when Pellegrini went, we went for Moyes. Uh, that was, you know, that was the choice to keep us there. Also, we had Moyes before that. Yeah. Um, you know, when he first came back, there were some that supported it because obviously it's a familiar face and he did well last time keeping us up. So, you know, there was others who had reservations. I was one of them massively. Uh, it, it seemed very much like he could, and it was an old dog who wasn't learning any new tricks, even though he said he's, he's got to learn some. But... After COVID hit, everything changed, basically. He had time with the team. He seemed to actually uh, adapt to new style of play. Then, obviously, you know, that last year when we got Lingard in for that last part of the season just to help us over the line to get to Europa. You know, at times we were scintillating, let's be honest. Like we were genuinely really good and we were tearing some teams apart. Um and this year, you know, Zuma has been an amazing mm. time. He's not actually really kind of under the radar in terms of people talking about it, but he is so solid. Apart from the Brentford game, he's been rock solid. Not he's amazing. one of those players that Chelsea's never going to get
0: there, really, because he's not going to play every game. You stick him in a yeah. team where he's playing every game, he knows he's a centre-back, knows he, his job. I'm be sure to he started
4: the Champions League final and won it. So to say he was never going to get there, that's not true. You know, he was there, truth is... Chelsea wanted to go a different way, and it wasn't always going to play that free formation, and they couldn't really get them all in. So one of them had to go. Zuma was the one. That was the one they got the offer from. I'm pretty sure if someone would have come in for Christensen, he would have gone. They would have kept Zuma. So to say he wasn't there, it's not. It's just not true. It's just not how it is. But you know the way it's developed, and you know we had the young kid Ben Johnson playing it right back, playing against Son, one of the best wingers in in the country. What did Son do against him? Nothing. You know, he kept kept him quiet the entire game. The only time Son had actually had any joy was when he went to the uh, West Ham's left side, and he was cutting in between Ogbonna and Cresswell. Only time he got any joy, and in fact, that was the only position where Tottenham ever actually got any kind of joy at West Ham, because on Zuma and uh, Johnson's side, shut out. But what I thought was quite telling, because we had the conversation as to. West Ham going to press Tottenham. And I said, yeah, we're going to. We're going to try and come at you. We're not just going to be passive. But what Declan and I said, which was quite telling was they came out of every intent to do that. In the first 15 minutes, it was a, it was a bit like a, you know, a, a derby. Both teams trying to go for it. And there was some good ebb and flow. But then once Tottenham kind of settled and got on the ball, it was actually, well, they're moving the ball quite well. So actually, let's just sit back. Let's not get ourselves out of position and let's see if they can break us down. There's a couple of moments where you did, but that was I think just before we adjusted ourselves to kind of get those kind of lines in, and you know you look at the the free behind um, uh, Antonio. so Ben Rama didn't have a great game, nor did Bowen, really in terms of with possession. but if you look at their stats in terms of how much they pressured Tottenham and how many pressures they made, phenomenal. I think in the there's a, an account I the other six the other 14 which is a account that does stats on every club other than you know, the big six, right? West Ham had Fornals, Declan Rice, Suchek. Uh, sorry, no, Suchek wasn't in there, Um, but Boeing and Rama were all in there for the top presses of this weekend. All of the 20, 23-plus pressures on Tottenham in possession. That was massive because basically you had no passing lanes, especially in the second half. It was just side, side, side right to side we'll tight. get on to that, we'll yeah, get that. That, was, that, was, so that. was basically awesome what happened. Man, it was man. the same pattern the entire second half. It was, to the point raised earlier, you had no creativity. The moment you took Ndombele off, pretty much kind of sat there thinking, that's it for us, we've we, we got control of this now. The moment he went off, any rive you had that was a little bit different went. Everything else then was just the same patterns after he went off, I think. It's is funny,
0: yeah, I isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of Undon Bele, we spoke to this about this on and We will go around everyone. He had a penalty appeal early doors. Uh, it, it was one of them ones. If it had been given, I think you could see why it had been given, but uh, yeah, it wasn't a clear cut one by any stretch of the imagination. Personally, I think he he he, he towed it past him, he was never going to get to the, the ball that he towed past him anyway. But oh, uh, Zuma, it was wasn't it, Who, who's trod on his um. Toe. so he has made contact but so it's one of them 50-50 ones which could have gone either way and you've seen some of them given but what did, what did you think about that i come to you first Mike.
4: game's gone if that's given mate sorry game's gone <laughs> no it, it, mate it was a proper blood and thunder true tackle he goes in makes contact with the ball Fabianski stops it going out Dombley's on his ass. Nothing wrong with it. He goes in, he wins the ball. It's so 50-50. Well, I, 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 there's,
0: there's certainly one replay it's, 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 where he it's, didn't it's touch the ball. That
4: thing of Just because there's contact, it's a foul. And just because it's in the box and it's contact, it's a penalty. It was not a penalty. Two players went in, 50-50, ball bought one. There's an accidental tread. Like, he's won the ball first. And then he's well, won that, the that, that, that's the thing
0: I do disagree with about. There's one replay which shows that Ndombele won the ball and not Zuma. But
2: Adam, what did you think? Could have been, probably shouldn't have been. It's irrelevant, though. I mean, um, you know, I, I don't like going back to these, should it have been a penalty or not? But at the end of the day, we, we just didn't play well enough. And, you know, we, we didn't get the goals. Um, we didn't take our chances or the few chances we had. And that was that, really. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what, what did you think of the
0: penalty appeal? I, th- I think it's one of them ones that, whether it's a penalty or whether it's not, if it happens to your team, your your your
1: up on your feet, and then you end up having a look at the replay. What, what did you think? You've literally just taken exactly what I was going to say. I was about to say, I'll elaborate on it a bit more, though. What well, I was going to say, it's one of those that if it had been your team, when you're watching your VAR, you're going, Yeah, penalty, pen, but you know, it's kind of it's one of those that if your team's given against it, you're like, Oh my God, that's never in a million years. What are you doing, ref? Listen, the reason I think it wasn't a penalty and why I think the referees got it right is. It doesn't matter whether um, Zuma touched it or not. The way that tr- he Ballet like, stood on the ball, it was a bad touch. So even if he had got past Zuma, I don't think he was getting the ball. If it had been a better touch, and he'd got an easy... Like, if he trapped it dead and was ready to pull the trigger, then I think it might have been given. But for the fact that he just... The way he stood on the ball, it wasn't even he trapped it. He stood on the ball, and you see it jump up off the turf. I just don't think... It was a penalty, and the, ref, and the ref, I think, in this case, got that right. But don't yeah. get me wrong. If we'd, get, if we'd got it, I'd have been like, fantastic ref, great decision. <laughs> but but, but like, like, like Mike said, it's one of those where if this – last season, it would have been a penalty with the stupid VAR rules and, and how in-depth they went into everything. But thankfully, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a penalty. Listen, we're, we're clutching at straws if we say, yes, it was. Um, I don't think it was a penalty.
4: I like Brian,
2: Chris.
0: <laughs> like a West Ham fan, like an a Tottenham fan. What? We're Chris, only sixteen minutes in.
2: We're only sixteen minutes in, mate. That's
0: still finding
4: <laughs> Soon, I'm going to get to have a little go at Gary Kane, and you lot are all going to join in. This is going to be great fun. Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, but it'd be interesting what what you guys who are watching. What What do you think? Penalty or or not? Or yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, one of the big battles, Mike Romero, Antonio. Uh, There were two moments I can remember where Romero's been pushed away. Uh, And then the the, the Sun chance came from, after the first one, Romero realising that he's stronger than uh, uh, Romero. And then he's got into him quick, got the ball off him, and then we've created an attack, quick passing. One of the only times we had quick passing. Suns um, wasn't quite one-on-one, but he had a good chance. Uh, But, I, I mean... Antonio is going to bully most defenders. Even against Vidic, there will be times where Vidic is knocked off the park. So I, I think Romero actually did quite well against him. Um, but yeah, and obviously Romero had that incident before now. We, we we thought at the time it might have been a spit, but it seems to have been a doctored photo of someone causing a problem, which at the time anyway, I thought it was very stupid for Romero. You could have got sent off, well, uh, sent off with a, another reckless challenge because he, he likes to go in. Uh, but it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, Romero versus Antonio. Obviously, you'll be yeah, pleased be- with Antonio's work there. We'll, we'll probably be quite pleased with Romero's work. But uh, it was it was quite a good battle,
4: I thought. No, it was a good battle. You know, I think he did uh, quite well against Antonio. When it was you know an aerial duel, those kind of ones. But I think when it was coming into Antonio's chest and so on, he could he struggled to get round him. Yeah, like you say, he made he got in a couple of times and kind of nicks it off him by getting in a bit quick and catching him off balance. But Whenever Antonio was set, there was only one winner. And obviously, those couple of foot races as well, where you could just see Romero, even though he, could got, he was getting there, the moment he came into contact, he bounced off him like a rag doll. It was, it was, he went quite, off the pitch it, at one point and then
0: onto the, the touchline on another. That's what yeah, it wasn't there.
4: as funny as what happened to uh Pereira last year. If ever you've seen that one where he just literally hit Antonio and then jumped off into the stadium. But um <laughs> but it, it was that kind of thing that you know he went near him. You know, Dyer was having none of it. Dyer would go nowhere near him. You could tell Dyer was yeah. scared of him by the fact that Dyer never matched up to him. But I also think Antonio looked at Romero and went, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a bit of a battering and I'm gonna hit him every time I get a chance. And I think that was maybe a tactical thing as well, because you know, as I say, Dyer was nowhere to be seen whenever Antonio was near the ball, just was having none of it. And I think that's because he's had a bit of a time against him before and I know he said he found him difficult in an interview shall we say before so
0: Peter Clout on his podcast they they asked him when you were playing did you suddenly go I'm going to line up against that defender and he deliberately calls defenders either a buffalo or a gazelle and you stand next to the gazelle so um But yeah, Adam, what did you think of Romero versus Antonio? I I thought Antonio holding it up is fine because he's got back to goal. He's got no choice but to go backwards. The moment he gets running at someone and gets you one-on-one, that's where his strength comes into play. His strength comes into play holding it up and passing it backwards. It's not really causing you that much damage. Whereas when he's running at you, Romero's gone off to another postcode. (laughs) Uh, and then all of a sudden you're a man down because uh, he's gone past. But, yeah, what did you make of Romero? I think he's done quite well since he's
2: won. Yeah, started. he did quite well considering it's Antonio. And Antonio is, you know, a phenomenal striker. He's one of them strikers, you know, you, you've just got to be concentrated on your game the whole 90 minutes. Otherwise, you miss something, not the goal, I guess. Um, and, and Antonio's in there, you know, he's, he's, he's strong, he's quick, he's got a great football brain, he makes good runs. He's got everything, really. Um, but, yeah, considering, I think Romero did, did well. Um, but Antonio is, you know, he, he does his every game. He bullies, stri- uh, he bullies defenders every game. It's just the way he is. He's strong. You know, he's um, he, he's phenomenal at holding the ball up. You're not going to get it off of him. Um, he's, 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 you know, he's a great striker. But, um, yeah, I agree. But Romero did well. Yeah,
0: well, he's not really a striker, is he? He's kind of been uh moulded into a striker, so it makes it even more impressive that he's not yeah. trained for that position for how he's, many years you know,
2: before. Striker. He fits, you know, he does well, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's funny, he's, well, he's, he would have been yeah, one
4: of your youth kids back in the day, but his mum said no, he needs to go back to school.
0: Yeah, well, I find it very weird that we've got Kane who I don't think can hold it up there well, and yet Antonio can't get into the England squad, but anyway
4: uh because uh, Antonio saw, saw the light and went to Jamaica
0: oh is it? oh okay
4: well he has now anyway he's now uh pretty fledged it's probably a good reason then
0: I'll I'll, I'll let Southgate off for that <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah uh, Brian Romero uh
0: do you think he's settled in quite well and obviously he's performing a yeah. partnership whether it's a good one with die or not because they're playing together which looks like the main centre-back pairing but um and, and Romero possibly doesn't know too much about Antonio. So it would be interesting if he's paired up against Antonio in the uh, return. Yeah. Antonio uh, and, and see I mean, how Romero gets on. But yeah, how do you think he settled in?
1: And, uh, R- Romero, you've got to remember, it's not just Antonio. He's had to deal with Lukaku as well. But it's, it's the Premier League as a whole. It's a whole different pace to, to Serie A. So he's still acclimatising to that. I mean... Obviously, there is a definite physique difference between Romero and, and Antonio. I think Antonio was excellent yesterday. All right, we, we lost the game, but out of our defenders and what? I was at the Aston Villa game um, and the Chelsea game. Um, and obviously, we saw the Newcastle game. And uh, in the last three games in defence, yes, we've conceded goals in each of them. But they've looked more of a unit. It hasn't been so easy to open us up like it was for Chelsea, like it was for Arsenal, like it was for Palace. Uh Regulon started performing better. Apart from yesterday, Emerson, sir, I think he's done something to that defence. A lot of the time that we looked good yesterday was when Romero took it off of Emerson or or he came forward and took the ball away from West Ham and we were on the transition. Because when West Ham, like Mike said, just let us sit back and say, right, come and break us down, we're clueless. We're clueless. We have got no creativity. Um, So so it it was going to happen. But when it comes to the yellow card, I'll tell you what, this is what I hate about football, and this is what I hated about this game. and it, I, I can't believe they get away with it. Romero did what he did, whatever, but, but for now, he was rolling around, injured, injured, he said something in Spanish, and all of a sudden, he's much better than getting on getting up ready to have a fight. Now, I'm not saying it it's West Ham, this happens with every single team in every single match. A guy's okay, rolling around, top. going, oh, get, the magic, get the magic sponge out, and then someone will say something into their language or English. And all of a sudden, they're absolutely fine and getting up ready for a ruck. and start, ready oh, come, come on. Red.
4: He was smashed from behind, whether he got the ball afterwards or not. he.
1: Oh, I'm not disputing he that did. part. I'm
4: disputing the bit where know. he's
1: rolling it around but and then just... Going-
4: I think we've all had that bit of a rush of adrenaline with some Where you're sitting there, you you know, you stump your. Let's just say you stump your toe, and someone goes, "What do you do?" And You turn around, and go, "You're a twat." You know, it's that kind of yeah. thing straight away where you forget the pain. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The fat. So you know. Yeah.
1: You to... No, I think you're right. I think you're right because I, I suffer with Tottenham Tourette's or Levy Tourette's <laughs> or so whatever that word. I, so it's kind it's kind of the same thing. So yeah. But listen, look, Antonio, this season is a predator in the box. I mean, I watched. A, he he always scores against us. You have these players that score against certain clubs all the goddamn time. Tottenham is that to Antonio? It's like literally, I like, am going to score today. I am going to. He can play with s- cement in his boots, and he'll score, such as <laughs> us. Um, he, 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 he's run against. He
3: keeps
1: doing it, but, but I mean the the goal I've got to. I mean what what I've seen of Antonio since I've been here is when they beat Leeds, he's got the way he took his goal in the last minute. That was like a pre predator that's got ice thrown through his veins when the when the moment happens and he put it away and he had this one chance and I, I don't even want to talk about the prick that was defending him. Um well we have to Brian, afraid, Yeah no I don't want uh, to talk about yeah, it right we'll, now. We'll get on about a bit, like, We will we'll, do we'll that we we'll, we'll, I'm picking up first. Romero now so I don't want to give that prick any uh any attention. Um there's <laughs> a Romero I didn't know a lot about him before we signed him. I didn't know a lot about him um but I heard a lot of the, the fellow YouTubers and the people in the chats and then uh, loads of other people going, oh, my God, this guy. And you're not, you're not Serie our defender of the year for, for nothing, That is, especially in that league. And he's came and he started well. He started, with, I can see, a very, very dominant centre back there. But funnily enough, because it's Tottenham and because it's Levy, we won't go and finish the job by a partner that can actually play to his level. We just try and use the eighteen defensive defenders that we can't sell, and try and make it, it. It's he will be fantastic. We just need to get the right partner for him.
0: Mm. Who, who is the right partner for him? Someone quick, someone strong, someone uh, authoritative.
1: Who, who? Well, it's the player that we should have got the season before, but of course we had to Skriniar. deal with Lee exactly. Him and Squernia mm. will be a partnership made in heaven to me. You got basically it reminds me of like you know when Yap Stam was at United and they had Ronnie Johnson next to him. When those two mm. were together, done. They had the the the, the build and the physique of uh, Stam and his pay and then they had the elegance, even or even Vittich and Ferdinand kind of thing. Um, mm. and that's how I think you because that, that partnership for me, I don't know if other fans uh, feel the same. That defensive partnership with two centre backs is the most important understanding. In the whole like that's the partnership that is the most vital that you need to work um, because like they said uh, defense uh, whether well, it strikers win your games defenses win your titles uh, or the other way or whatever but but that partnership is vitally important and we haven't had it since Jan and Toby and uh, let's just hope we don't have to wait much too too much longer.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd have yaps down now, even now, or you might be sixty. Mate, I think I Gary
1: Mabbott now. He does yeah, a lot of work. Me? Michael Dawson and Ledley King are di- ambassadors. Get them out. Get them out.
4: a free job. You know, I've worded him. It, okay? <laughs> no, he looks too much like Mrs.
0: Doubtfire to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean uh, that's one partnership that uh, Brian's talked about. Yeah, there. Uh, to another one, Mike, which ain't too shabby either. Uh, Rice and Suchek, yeah. who I think are superb. And then in that middle of that, we, we talked about on Friday how Newcastle and Dombele could have got the ball, gone to the cinema, watched Venom, come back and got more space than he had when he went. Never going to happen against West Ham. Never going to happen against Rice and Suchek and Moyes. And that's kind of how it proved. There was no real space there other than for Tottenham to piss around with it side to side like a football team. But... Vice and Suchek, you must be absolutely delighted with them. Vice has, uh, I, th- I have to admit, I thought Vice would be one of these people who had a really good season and then would kind of fall down. But he's just, I mean, uh, I mean, Sterling and uh, other people obviously get the credit and the headlines for the, the, uh, not the World Cup, the Euros. But I thought he was immense, and in that final, he was our best player. But uh, and Suchek has been an unbelievable signing the, the Czech market has suited you. Served you very well, but the, that two two people there is kind of the the not the backbone of your team, but it, it's the kind of rock of your team, is it not?
4: Yeah, well, it's, it's the core, right? You know, if you whenever you build a team, you build two centre backs, two centre midfielders, and then you know either youth back in the day used to be two strikers, and then everything else, then you built around the edge. But you know, you have that strong core, and they're both of a good age. They both have the same philosophy when it comes to football in terms of you working mentally hard, both on and off it, and you are committed. And let's face it, you know, if you look at the running stats, Suchek is always at the top. Uh, at the moment, I think he's either statistically the best def- um, uh, tackler in midfield or the next best. He, he's been phenomenal in that respect. You know, he ha- hasn't actually had a good season so far, Suchek. But mainly because we were starting to and this is going to sound bad but we started to in, indulge rice's uh, more flamboyant side of play and allow him to go forward a lot more and it threw off the dynamic kind of corrected that in the last couple of games uh, especially against everton you saw sucek was the more advanced and that's the way it works that sucek is the first press in midfield if you get past him you've then got rice snapping in against you and if you get past rice Suchek's already coming back round to get involved as well. So you just can't it's so hard to get away from them unless you have a lot of movement and a lot of one-touch passing. The moment you start to run at them is the moment you start to play into their hands because they just chase everything and everyone and they go out, they spread out wide to kind of cover in the fullbacks which is ridiculous when you think of how they kind of will spread to kind of come over and uh, help out in the fullback positions but they never seemed to give up a blade of grass. And against Tottenham, they really didn't. And Tottenham just didn't learn. They kept coming through the centre, coming through the centre. And it was just, you know, piecemeal. It was just put a toe in, tap it on, counter. That, that, was, that was it. The thing that let us down was our final pass and uh, control in the players that sat just behind uh, Antonio. But from a defensive point of view, particularly the second half, it was just sit here and wait for the mistake. And then they put their toe in and that that's what happened, you know? And, and you say that that as a partnership, you would probably argue is one of the best partnerships in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even just outside the top six. I mean, you know, in the entire Premier League, it's one of the best partnerships there is. You go through the partnerships. It's actually not that many in the Premier League nowadays because of the rotation. So the way that the, the amount of games they've played together and, and also really you think about the short time they had uh, at first that, it's a phenomenal understanding that they've made and it's paid dividends and it's really fed into a lot of what West Ham do. And, you know, everyone credits Moyes for what he's done, but two of the most important signings that have happened under him is Suchek and Sufal, who on their days off come in and train. And that kind of mentality is brushed off on all the other players. They were used to winning at Slavia. That kind of mentality again is brushed off because it's to them, it's I play football to win. I don't accept losing to Man City because I've competed with those types of teams in the Champions League. And I expect to compete if not try and win. So they've brought that mentality into the club and it's, it's paid dividends over the last 18 months in particular with Suchek. And then obviously sufal has been here for just over a season and he's just brilliant. You know, we, uh, sounds weird to say, but we didn't actually miss Sufa. That's a weird thing for West Ham fans to say, because I think most West Ham fans, if you ask them, you know, who do they love? Sufal, and Suchek are a couple of the ones at the top of the list. And also the kind of ones going, if you're going into a battle like a Tottenham game, who do you want? And pretty much nine times out of 10, West Ham fans are saying, I want Sufal. And to say we didn't miss him is huge for a West Ham fan because of what he means as that he's... Since you what Dixie was like back in those old days, even though oh. when he, even when he was dropping off in in his attack, kind of talent because of his knee injury, you just went like we're going into battle. That's the guy I want. That's the type of mentality he has, and how we kind of revere him in that sense of you know, a warrior status, shall we say? I'll let someone else do now. Do you, I... you think Vice
2: will be there next season? Sorry, B. Do you think Vice will be there next season? Depends on how you do this season, doesn't it? Depends on the competition
4: we get in this year. You know, Mm. if we can, if we can do the unthinkable, and it is unthinkable because I'm a West Ham fan and we haven't won anything since the 80s, we go on to win a cup. That type of thing starts to go. Maybe we are going somewhere. And even I know, sorry guys, this is probably going to hurt because you know you are Spurs fans and you know you've been more successful than us, but you've not won anything. You can point to the fact of. Look at, look at the closest rival as such in London in terms of Tottenham all their success and they haven't won anything in all these years we are building and we've already won something and it's that same thing of you then to point to Leicester and go well look what they're achieving why do you yep. want to go to United what are, you going to, what are you actually achieving there you're just part of a number so it's that if you can start to breed into him this idea of it's going to go somewhere then you maybe get to hold him for another year or two but you need to either be winning something or getting into a competition he wants to play in. Otherwise, it's a losing battle. But I think Moyes laid down a gauntlet to clubs uh, just before the Tottenham game by saying, you had a bargain this year of £100 on rice. That bargain's now gone. So he's pretty much already said, if you want him, you're going to have to pay a king's ransom. So it really only leaves Chelsea and maybe Man City who are going to do that. He's not going to go Newcastle. (laughs) Let's face it, that ain't happening. (laughs) <laughs> unless unless they win something in the next two years and he's still with us. But,
3: championship.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, there's only really two clubs <laughs> that say Rice is going to go to. And if those two clubs come in, it's only one club he's leaving for, and that's Chelsea.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've got a comment here from Adam. He was on last week after Newcastle. Hey, Adam. How you doing? We've now lost four derbies in a row. Have we ever done that before? It's embarrassing. I'm not sure that we have uh yeah, Adam is always on the Spurs Chats, Spurs Channel, story, yeah, not just this one, but all of them. Uh, big up, Adam. Uh, appreciate the support. But, yeah, I have i can't remember us losing all four before. Um, but it begs the 10-1. question, I think we...
4: It's capitulation, though, isn't it? You've yeah. played four derbies, conceded ten, scored one. Like I mean, that, we should be pleased, that, shouldn't nice we? In this one, one, we only conceded one. I mean,
0: the way that the other three <laughs> bloody went. Um, but yeah, Adam... uh we would have won this game or certainly had a lot bigger chance if we had a certain position. And it goes back to, as soon as Ericsson said he wanted to leave, why won't we get a
1: sodding playmate? Um, there, well, there, I, can't there wait, times... I can't wait to answer this question. I can't wait to answer this question. <laughs> well, you, you,
0: you've got the cane ran or this one, so you have to pick. Oh, you can have both. It's fine. Um, that sounds good. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... There were times in that second half especially, Royal was completely free, and instead of it going to him, it has to go to Skip, it then has to go to Hoiberg, and then has to go to Royal. and he's got no choice there, because then West Ham, like Michael said, has got everyone back. He's got no choice but to go backwards. And then it goes from Hoiberg to Skip, to so Megion. he has to turn back, and, and it's just, I don't understand, when we've got like a Nuno, who's a football guy, power teacher who have been told is a football guy, uh, unless I missed some memo somewhere, I I was under the impression that to win football matches, you scored more goals. And that means going forward. Not no, no, you buy more inside.
1: property. You buy more property and host more concerts and uh, <laughs> host more coaching. That's how
0: But yeah, I mean, much. will
1: we get a playmaker,
0: Adam? And if so, when? And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, well, Adam has, uh, uh, Adam here, uh, I'm good. <laughs> Pretty my team was in. Is in such a shit state. Uh, you're preaching there. Uh, and then in answer to the uh, uh, playmaker, because the board doesn't want to spend the money for one. But Adam, uh, will we get a playmaker before we get our bus pass? And if so, when will we get a bloody playmaker to actually really? play football and try and
1: attack? It, it,
0: it, you don't need a playmaker against Newcastle because they like the Red Sea and Vele was like Moses. They just, You go forward. But I just—it was so frustrating. We were never going to score that. It's like a first, uh, West Ham, like a football team, just side to back, side to side, backwards, and it's so easy to defend against. And it's glaringly obvious for a moron like me, who's bald and lives in a rented flat, can't even afford my a proper mortgage. But yet, someone who's on five million, eight million pound a year cannot see this. Oh, it's just oh will we get a playmaker before hell freezes over
4: before you answer that question Chris, can i get can i get a little <laughs> caption of your tears please because it's just it's just delicious to me so can you please just send that over i'll pay for packaging.
0: <laughs> where's this bloody mute button <laughs> yeah.
4: well, will we get a playmaker next week
0: fine I mean in january will we get a playmaker we obviously needed someone in the fence I've got the there to sort that out and now we've got other problems
2: but Tottenham have been like this for years. Like the last year that Ericsson was there, well, yeah, the last year that Eriksson was there. I mean, he wasn't quite on the ball, and um, he was still a playmaker. Yeah. And people,
0: and what you get as well? Because I thought Sun was awful, but there's yeah. no one there to give him the ball. So why make the runs, the 50-yard yeah. darting runs? Because it's just yeah. a waste of energy. And when someone does get the ball, he's surrounded by two people. You need a playmaker to open up. If you're going to play like Liverpool, that's fine. But then you hit it down the channels further, your Mane's, your Salas, your Firmino's, and then it's all about getting people in to support. But we're not going to play like that. We're, we're trying to keep possession with no one who can... Oh, I'm so bloody... For... I, that was a question. Uh, it was a five-minute question there. I'll be quiet now and allow you to answer my uh, uh, essay question. Whew.
2: Why haven't we got a playmaker? I don't, I don't know. We, we need one desperately because Tottenham have been like this for years. For probably two or three seasons, we've been um, you know, sideways, passing, very slow um, in the final third. And, and teams, they look at us and they think, oh, they're not going to do anything because we won't. It's just too easy. Whereas when we had Ericsson, you know, we were opening teams up all over the place. But um, yeah, we need a playmaker if we're going to if we're going to score goals. If we're going to be a threat. If we're going to push and press. We we need a playmaker to to sort of link up our play from the midfield to the forwards. And it's as simple as that. But Chris,
4: it's like you said,
2: you know, it's all, all very well
4: saying need a playmaker, but you need something even more fundamental. You need players to move no good having someone yeah, in pick a pass if your players don't move.
0: But because If you one have, one have one that playmaker, they will move because there was a game in Ericsson's last season, Newcastle at home, right? I mean, Chris, we, we, Ericsson was off. No, no, no. It's the same principle, though, because he was on the bench. We had Wings trying to
4: manager, Chris, the principle is bollocks. It's gone. it's, no, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a non-starter. You the can't talk about what Ericsson did on the different manager when you had play completely different style. You don't play that style anymore. You don't have that right. manager. Having that player is irrelevant if the players don't understand the patterns of play and how to move. It's yeah. irrelevant talking I, I, about what I, I, actually I, I, did I, I, under Pochettino. I, I, I get your point.
0: I staying. get your point. I get your point. But right, if you're asking for players to run, that means there's a ball over the top. We've you're got one so in interest. that
4: team. There's a whole concept of third runners. Runners running just to make people move. Son tried to make make space by running into nothing and nowhere. He wasn't looking for a pass half time. He was looking to create space. You don't even have players looking to create space, Chris. This is what I I, I, I still think. We had a playmaker with someone who would spot a pass like that
0: and execute that pass. Players would make a run more. But, uh, Brian, uh, why haven't we got a playmaker? Oh, I've having... got a feeling you're going to mention
1: another ball, man. But... <laughs> Why haven't we got a Well, that's fairly obvious, mate. I mean, well, let's look at it. We still haven't you, got you, a... said you couldn't a... wait a to answer that question, so... we, haven't, we haven't got a second replacement for Harry Kane. That's seven years. Uh, we haven't replaced Ericsson. We haven't replaced the original Dembele. We haven't replaced Betongan. Every single fan knows we need a playmaker or an attacking midfielder. That can genuinely not like a undombele that can do what Dembele does, like a drop of the shoulder and twist. We need someone that, if someone makes the run, like how many times did we try and pass the ball to regular on yesterday? Yeah, and we just can not get it? In? Up. time, didn't we? Um, we need someone uh, like who I think Oli Skip is turning into, and Michael, no, the other player I'm about to refer very well, like I, we will, Michael Carrick. That is what Oli Skip is becoming. To me, he is a cop like the next Michael Carrick. Because uh, that that kid's going to be sensational. He really is. Well, um, I agree in
4: principle, he is no Carrick. Right, not right it now.
1: <clears throat> no, no, no. But,
4: not, no, no but even Carrick na- at the same age, still different level. Sorry,
1: Skip is a decent oh, no. player. But that, I, I'm, talking, I, I'm trying to pigeonhole him with a style of footballer. Yeah, yeah, not saying he will be as good or whatever. If I was to relate him to say he's like a throwback of... That would be the player I'm looking at, like the person that can control. And at 20 years old, he's doing sensational. But we need we we need someone like an Ericsson that can put the ball through an eye of a needle. We tried to do it time and time again yesterday, and we just can't do it. We've got we just need that. We we've got no one that can take a set piece. Well, not that Ericsson could near the end anyway. And th- this is how bad the lack of creativity is right now. Okay, I'm going to read you uh, a stat and then compare it to Tottenham. I want you to see if you can guess who I'm talking about. So, nine games each. One has ten goals, one has one. So, one has ten goals, one has nine. One has scored a hat-trick, one hasn't. Shot conversion rate, 27% for this one, 7% for the other. And minutes per goal, 59 for the first list and 90 for the second list what what, what do you think i'm talking about well
0: that's the, the hat trick i'm assuming you're talking about kane because of his european games
1: okay so the, the first one i'm saying so the first column is i'm going to say well, i'll do it this way the first column is nine games nine goals no three goals or more shot conversion seven percent Minutes per goal, 90. That is Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> the other column that I'm going to read now, nine games, 10 goals, what, scored one more than three, shot conversion 27%, minute per goals 59, is Mo Salah. <laughs> I am comparing the entire Tottenham Premier League team Against, now don't get me wrong, Mo Salah right now is the best player in the world. Hands down. Hands down, he is by far the best player in the world. He is on fire. But this is compared to a whole football club Mm. in the Premier League. We
0: used to say that about other teams and Harry Kane, didn't we, in
1: season Well, this is the thing. You've got to remember, a lot of people refer back to this game when we beat them 4-1 at Wembley, when we're all over them and Tottenham are on the way up, we're going into the new stadium, yada, 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 bullshit, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you look what's happened in that time. You look what's happened in that time since 2017 to 2021. And if that doesn't just smack of how badly we're missing creativity, it, it's, it's just unbelievable what's going on. The, the, you know it is as well, what it is as it's... It's not that we haven't got the players. Do you know what? Our players are so <coughs> our, our board has allowed us to accept mediocrity. Me oh, I, struggle. I can say that word every single time, apart from when I come on, str- on streams. Mediocrity. Thank you. There we go. We have a board that accepts it. And when we have players that can't get the job done, i.e., finals, semi-finals, rather than saying, right, you don't cut the mustard, we need you've taken us kind of as far as you can go, we're gonna find a replacement and out you go. We give them new contracts. And all these players that we have, like I said, against the Arsenal game, nine of the 11 sorry, the Arsenal played four of their new signings, so we played none in the starting 11, and nine of that 11 have played under Pudge. They know what to do, they can just go like this I I don't care, we'll see this manager off. We've got the 10th choice manager in this time anyway. I know that if I just turn up, I'm going to play, and it's accepted. It's accepted. West Ham, I mean, when you look at West Ham, like they are not very happy with their owners. All the time, they're very, very happy with their owners, and they even protested. Like we all know, what they did in the, when they made it to the directors' box, or when they—it was Sullivan or Gold, I think it was Sullivan—that they stopped in the uh, in the car, um, and they—they they had that. But they've got and spent, and what West Ham have done is scouted fantastically. Those two players, more how much luck, did they cost you? More luck
4: in that, unfortunately, than scouts. We yep. have one scout. <laughs> so,
1: okay, so, so how, how much did
4: it cost for Sufau and uh, Sochek? Su- uh, so uh, Suchek was uh, apparently a um, follow-over from uh, Pellegrini, but that was about £20 million with about £4 million loan in January. And then Sufau okay. was because they turned around to Suchek and went, who do you rate out of Slavia that you think we should buy? And he went, you need to go buy this guy. So we didn't even scout Suful. So we just went off a player recommendation. So we, we, uh, do. we took a punt. We took a punt. Uh, five million quid. It's turned out to be one of the best five million quids we've ever uh, we've
1: ever spent. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is what it's called. they 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 have. And you know what? Whether you still anti the West Ham which I believe a lot of you still are, at least they're starting to do things correct. You know, what I mean, they're listening. They may not be listening the whole hog and doing everything, but they're showing some kind of intent or some kind of um because they could have easily said to rice okay you want to go we'll sell you now um but they're not they're like joe you know what we're going to hold off um we just have no creativity like we're not going to get anyone thinks we're getting anyone in january you are on the best drugs in the world and please send them to me uh because i need to i need to take well, anyway, away this playmaker,
0: backup strike and probably
1: more and yeah <laughs> and more than yeah. listen we, we we've yeah. got a board that won't spend the money i said i said with our board it's like now, when we have money to spend, we do a countdown with, with the numbers. We take one from the top, and then five from the bottom. So we just go, it's not about quality, it's quantity with Tottenham. There is no creativity. And we take five years to replace players, and then we're like, oh, oh, okay, We I think we need that attacking midfielder. It's like, come on. It, we, we, it's just another highlight of how badly we're being run. How badly we're being run. And And then, yeah, um, I think Ericsson in the last 18 months was uh, all right. We all feel very sorry for what happened to him in the Euros. And I wish him a speedy recovery. And I hope his life is uh, completely health-free. And uh, he has a lovely time with his family. Whatever he does in football, I wish him nothing but the best. But the last 18 months at Tottenham was disgraceful. Disgraceful. You look at people like Luca Modric who wanted to go to Chelsea. Then he didn't. They put on a great, great season. Um... And then got his move. The way he conducted himself was appalling. I used to call him Where's Wally because he'd always go missing in the big games. Is um, <laughs> what, what, what he did. And don't get me wrong. You got to remember. By the end, of, we bought him mainly because of his free kick and set pieces. By the end of him, he couldn't get the beat the ball or the first man. Um, so, so we have a problem here. And the one thing we do with all this money that we pay the scouting networks and everything is they cannot scout for shit. And we have a we, have that,
0: though. We, we we got um Delhi Delhi scouted him in League One or whatever it was. Uh, David Pleat regardless of how he is now, he fit our system at that time to an absolute T, and that has to come from the scouting you get him for peanuts, really. Uh, same as uh no, David Pleet's
1: uh, yeah David Pleat yeah, went yeah. up and told them and then Paul Mitchell, when we had Paul Mitchell, yeah. our 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 buys were being brilliant. Yeah, and really then obviously when he started saying right we need these players and these players and levy was like no he's like right goodbye i can't work with you um and then obviously the guy thinks he, could, he he may know business which i highly doubt because he's just a moron but he certainly doesn't know football <laughs> he certainly certainly doesn't know football i i, you know I mean I, I don't see Nuno walking into levy's uh, naming right meetings going well how am I'm going to boost your your comfort uh, your com- your company's money is by doing this this this, this. Because he knows nothing about business. His job is about football. But this man has to have his fingers and toes in every single pie. And, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why we have no creativity. Listen, you've got to remember as well, at the end of this season, Kane wants out, and please, God, go with my blessing, even in January. Um, <laughs> Undembele will go if some club is stupid enough to pay for him. And if Regulon carries on like how he is, Real Madrid will activate the clause, especially now it's not Zidane. Well,
0: they might play him as a left wing, uh, left winger, because that 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 mistake that caused the corner for the goal disgrace. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I mean, that was. I mean,
0: again, it was good play. And he pace, played so, so cool. well in that game as well, and then he's just going to be remembered for me now for. Yeah,
1: you know, but, but mean, this thing
0: there we are mean- other factors which we'll talk about. Your favourite person in a
1: minute. Um, oh, fantastic!
0: Yes, brilliant. My favourite round, <laughs> the bonus
1: round. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So but so, so, so the thing is as well, like if we lose those three players, we won't get people keep thinking if we get that money, Levy's going to give it all to us to invent. Mm-hmm. Because what, what 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 the club brings in we spend um um and we're not gonna get it. We're not gonna get we're we're being stripped for parts at the moment. We're like we we're, we're that's what we're like now. We're like a, a car that's gone to the scrapyard and is getting stripped for parts. The football club, I mean, that is. Not the, not the entertainment complex.
0: Yeah. I mean, a couple of comments here. Uh, your, your thing about Skip. <laughs> if Skip does become the next Carrick, hopefully he won't piss off to United. <laughs> uh, Brian McFarland, how are you doing, Brian? Uh, no creativity. No hope right now. Club feels pointless. No hope right now. We've come off the back of two wins, and then it's just how we are at the moment. It's just a real... We're only two points, you know, points away from i mean yeah and i'll come to you mike because we've obviously got our say and uh from what i understand Brian is really going to have his say uh but it's interesting to see uh, what you think about it from an outsider's first point of view what's happened to kane and I, I did have some sympathy at the time with antonio's goal because he didn't see it mate he, he did see it mate but if that was the other way around in the other box he's not standing still he's 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 gambling that's that's on his foot there, which is exactly what a striker does, and exactly what Antonio did, and that's why he gets his goal and then gets some attendees. Neo, he's he, you're a footballer, not a film star, but you know, um, yeah. Uh, f- from your point of view, looking uh, outside in, what, what's happened to Kane? Is it just as simple as he still wants his move and he's fed up, or is it a lack of confidence, or is it a both, or, 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 hey, or, or the lack of
4: play? Yeah, the moment he leaves, he's banging him back in, right? Simple as that, isn't it? He's uh the fact is at the moment he just doesn't care. You can tell his attitude on the pitch, he walking around, sorting around, made a couple of decent passes, had that one shot. As soon as Tottenham went one nil down. Well, before even that, just the way he defended against Antonio, it is mate, from my perspective, it is funny as anything. Because he just couldn't be asked. He actually held him up. <laughs> actually pretty much propping him up helping him get put the ball in the back of the net so he pretty much gave him an assist to be honest mm. um but yeah, what did what do? he do yeah one shot I think he made a put a pass in for son um, who shot oh, that, that cross from... was absolutely terrible it
0: was slower than a newborn no, no, baby in, and, in the uh,
4: first half I'm pretty sure he put I'm pretty sure he played through son first oh, the shot. Yeah, yeah.
0: No. it was um, it was more of a shot yeah right. it was uh, the one but, that son kind
4: of yeah but ultimately, me the fedo I've said it to you before, and we've had disagreements about it, and you kind of, this today, you kind of, you kind of agreed to it. I think it's mainly because, you know, he's not the golden boy anymore, so there's a bit more shine has kind of been taken off. But in a game where it's really physical, and in a game where someone is w- willing to snap him quickly, he's used to being fouled, so that's not a problem for him. But where it's, he's not going to get time, and he's going to get snapped, and he's going to get put under physical pressure, he's a bottle job. Like you know, when we all obviously, all of our fans, and this is going to hurt you guys. I'm sorry, we always say it's gone a bit spursy, and you know, it's been a bottle yep. job. He is a bottle job, mate. What happened in your Champions League final? He went missing, he's a bottle, like he, he's a great, finisher. there's yeah, no yeah. about it. He's a brilliant finisher, bottled it for England, couldn't be bought. He's bottled it for England before because he's greedy and selfish and about himself, which is a striker, fair enough, gotta be that. But the fact is, mate. He does at times lack a bit. And when a game like you have a defender with like Zuma, who is going to hit you, whenever he got the ball, if it wasn't Zuma, it was Rice or Suchek. One of them were on him and he just wasn't up for it. He just didn't like it. And so he just kind of drifted around into nothing. And you kind of, especially in the second half, he pretty much played with 10 men because he was pretty much non-existent. Probably set it up nicely for Brian to come in now and just... Going, we'll, we'll go to Adam first
0: because uh, Brian's uh, gonna be seething, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, in terms of he's not bothered, I, I well, A- Adam has said here his uh, head is halfway out the door, but in terms of um, uh, not interested, uh, I go to that Arsenal game, the third goal, obviously they scored, but it was his mistake falling over. If if he, uh, I still maintain if you're not bothered in your job you make a mistake, you, your mindset is, well, ah, it's not my problem, I don't care, it's someone else's problem. So there's no way he sprints 70 yards back to, tr- to make the challenge, which unfortunately Rick says to sh- uh, Saka and he, he puts it in. And I thought that was a kind of turning point in his attitude. I thought scoring against Newcastle, he played well there, although I reckon at this moment in time I could probably do a good job against Newcastle, but you still got to score and, and do well against who's in front of you. And then I thought, you know, he... he I think he's got 10 goals in 16 games in the league or something like that against West Ham. So, you know, like like Brian mentioned about Antonio, oh, it's Tottenham here. I I, I feel good about this. You know, and I still think that the the, the lack of attacking play and the lack of a playmaker and an idea is hurting him in the same way as Son. But yeah, I mean, there's, Definitely something going on. The Champions League final, he was injured. I mean, there's no way he should have been starting that for me. He should have come off of, of, of the bench. But we didn't lose that Champions League final because he didn't turn up. We lost it because of a penalty decision, and then that completely changed the game. But, I mean, there's been other ones where he hasn't been injured, semi-finals, finals, and he hasn't turned up. But I mean, what do you make of him this season? Are you with Brian, get rid of him in January regardless, or stick with him? Um, See what he can do and then get a playmaker in, see if that changes what your, um, yeah, in
1: the
2: Kane situation is doing. Kane is a fantastic player, he's a fantastic striker, he's not a bottle drop at all. He's he's, he's a fantastic striker, he's scored, um, he's scored 30 plus goals for, for god knows how many seasons now. Um, he got playmaker and top goal scorer last season in the, in the, in the best league in the world. He is not a bottle job. He's He he is a fantastic player.
4: No, no, no. I did not say he wasn't a bad player. I said his mentality is he's a bottle job. Doing those things does not oh, mean, does not distract, detach from the fact that... You said he's lacking.
2: Was that? Sorry? But, uh, you said he's lacking, but he won playmaker and he won um, top goal scorer. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the- yeah. But it, yeah, they stats. They're stats. It's
4: nothing oh, to do with that the that mental that. aspects of the oh, game. No, no, no. Statistically, quality, right? Let's. I'm not disputing he's that. Right, no, right. that's that's. Yeah, that's he he's he's a still point. in those big games. Chris even said it. He's gone missing in semi-finals. He's gone missing in finals. That he's is a bottle bad. job. That he's is someone bad. your big quite man bad. standing up, puffing out his chest, going, "It's on me, lads. I'm going to take this game." Um, he hasn't. He scored but, amazing but, goals. He scored but, loads but, of assists. But those big games, he has not puffed his he's chest and the point
2: up. That that's that's the difference. Kane to Kevin De Bruyne, they're, they're totally different players. No, no, what no, no Kev... you're missing my
4: point. I'm talking about the mentality. De Bruyne will stick out his chest and go, "I'm taking this game by the scruff of the neck, and I'm gonna win it." Well, you don't but think Kevin Kane hasn't done that scruff enough scruff in those game.
2: massive games. You know, I think mm-hmm. Kane has taken quite a few games by the scruff of the neck.
4: Yes, but yeah, but no, it's not what are like not, it's, bit it's bit it's not it's in, it's in finals. finals. You win new titles and they win new trophies, and then there's games like in the Premier League, which is a game. There's a difference in terms of that mentality. Well,
2: yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, who's playing for Man City, Kane is playing
4: for Tottenham. I mean, it's that's not, a big, it's, 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 yeah, but Gareth Bale at Tottenham took the game by the scruff of the neck and won new games. He didn't bottle it. He went to Real Madrid, proved he didn't bottle it. That's what I mean. It's that mentality. But, but, but in
0: your the point, point there, Gareth Bale didn't win a uh, semi-finals and stuff either. So
4: No, but Chris... It's a similar kind of player, thing, isn't it? He, he was a player who went thinking through everything and it was all about him. He was a cut above, let's be honest. And the quality that Kane's had in relation to what Bale had is different. You know, In all honesty, it is a bit chalk and cheese in terms of the quality of those two teams that they both had. You know, obviously, Bell had Modric at the time, I'm pretty sure. But other than that, the other players weren't at their level. Kane's had players like Son and others that have been there or thereabouts, especially when you look at your defence at the time. So you've had players that are more on his level than, say, Bell did. Mm-hmm. Bell showed a stronger mentality at Tottenham, in my opinion, than Harry Kane has. And he's thrown it in the big games as well, which Harry Kane, for me, I, I find has gone missing. I,
0: I, I think Bale could do stuff himself, as Kane's not the kind of player who's just going to get the ball at the halfway line and score a goal. So he does require service in it, to a certain extent. Uh, but I, I do agree in, like, 16, 17 season, as the best team I've seen us have in our lifetime, we should have won something during that season. Yeah. Uh, well, th- that period. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, We're going I back did, to. like yeah. Adam said, like... You know, the boy plays for Man City. If Kane played in, in Man City's team, he'd be winning stuff left, right, and centre. I think if, if he stays fit, I, I think he has got much better players at Man City than certainly at this moment in time in, at Tottenham. But I, I, I do agree with you, Mike. He, he should have been winning stuff certainly 16, 17 season, and possibly the season before, maybe the season after.
2: But yeah. it just didn't work out. I mean, you know, uh, this season though for, for Kane, um, yeah, I think he's lost his edge. I really do, and I think that that, that that is because he didn't get his move. Um, mm. he, he certainly lost his edge. Do you think camp? he'll get over that, or do you
0: think that'll be there until January And if he doesn't get his move in big assault, know. and then it'll be there until
2: summer? And... I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't look like he's going to get his move now. Anyway, it, it looks mm. like it's all broken down. It looks like Haaland is is the one that that Man City and all, all these teams want now, and. Um, I mean, Kane, what is he, 29 soon? Yeah,
0: uh, 20...
2: 28, 29. 28 now? 20 28. 30? Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't, I mean. Uh, oh, you're yeah. upset there. <laughs> okay,
1: he's 27, he's 27. Okay, he's not 28. <laughs> yeah. Fine, he's 27 and a half. Kill me. <laughs>
0: Roger.
3: Roger.
1: <laughs> that um, was the biggest yeah. runoff by James Bond I'd ever seen. It was like, oh my god, they're in the room.
4: <laughs> no, not,
1: that's because my run is
4: normally that because I've got to shut up dogs from being annoyed whilst I'm on calls for work. So I've, I've got used to it. It's a quick dart.
2: <laughs> <Anyway,
1: laughs> you say bolt like <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's anyway. the quickest I ever move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, um Tane's definitely lost his edge this season. Definitely lost yeah. his edge. He's, he's not on form at all. Yeah, All right,
0: Brian. You've been sat there patiently. I've seen smoke coming out your ears. Harry Kane, the floor is yours. What do you, what do you want to talk about? And, so, the first no, thing I was saying, Harry Kane Bobby will watch this, so, um, you know, who
1: might. might watch this? Kids you say Harry kids might, might, the, no, kids oh, kids might watch this, it. so um, keep that in mind, maybe. Those uh, no C words, please. Um, okay, the C words, <laughs> okay, word. <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best. Harry yeah. Kane, I've got to start this off to, to, to solve this little uh, debate here. Harry Kane 100,000 million billion percent is a bottle job. Is a bottle job,
0: but are you only saying that now to play devil's advocate? Are you only saying that not... now because of what's happened? I've been
1: saying on every single stream, he's not, pl- I want Scarlet playing, he's not playing. Yeah, don't get, they're, yeah,
0: they're to be fair, old already, old. you have have been on
1: here or oh, on sure. and I've heard you say that. So, uh, mate, I, I've gone off on this guy so much, so much, so much. Listen, Harry Kane is the second greatest striker to ever play for Tottenham. At the moment, we all know who the first one is, and it's the late, great Jimmy Greaves, who both fans have a very, very huge connection with. Obviously, with Tottenham, it's a lot deeper um, because of what he achieved with us and the records he set and everything. Harry Kane is a predator. Like have said before, he is the greatest probably in the world. But when it comes to the big games, a Lewandowski turns up, a Messi turns up, a Ronaldo turns up, England in the Euros, he did not turn up. The Champions League, the Carabao Cup, every, big games, like say when we were this close to winning the league, he may have scored us the goals to get us there, but when it comes to that moment and all eyes are on him, nothing nothing and then he started this season and i was going up i mean he came on and the whole song we only came on against four and harry kane he's one of our own we get oh i love you guys i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm gonna stay and i'm gonna stay which was all bullshit. Oh, there's the first where it wasn't the c word so no, um, that was, a, that, was a, that was a b word that's fine oh i can use b b's and f words okay oh, cool yeah. then, we're, then we're cool then we're cool um Not as
0: much as like, you know, a gangster movie
1: or stuff like that. You know, like I did on the on Thursday when I went on the biggest F expletive ever. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so, listen. He he had that game again. Oh, I'm going to stay. I love you. I love you. The fans, I'm really going to be committed. He has been woeful. Woeful. Every single game apart from Newcastle, which you just said was, let's face it, Newcastle. And everyone was like, yeah, Kane's back. That's the Kane. He's back. He's got his first goal. Watch him go. Watch him go. I was like, listen, guys, I'd love to say he is. It's one game. The next big test is West Ham away. Let's see what happens there. Pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> he had, he did a superb, and I do mean superb, ball to Son in the first half between two defenders where Mora just hit the ball over. And that header. Which was a carbon copy of the header that he scored against uh, West Ham when Mourinho had his first game. Carbon copy. That was it. That was it. And to prove it, I thought this question might come up in a few things. So I've got a little photo that was sent to me with Kane last season after eight games, and Kane this season after eight games. So last season, let me just, <laughs> this. Let me just let's just put this up. Let me do it this way. Here we go. So. Harry Kane, games eight, 714 minutes last season, 648 minutes this season. Seven goals last season. This is Premier League only, which is the one that counts. One goal. Shots last season, 38. Shots this season, 18. Shots on target last season, 15. This season, 10. Shot conversion rate. 18.4% 18.4% last season, 56 this season. <coughs> Assist this time last season, eight. Assist one. Chances created last season, 18, this seven. Passes, 200. Last season, uh, uh, this season, 174. Um, touches last season, 352. This time, 282. Everything has gone right down. His, his mentality is... He's mentally out the door. He does not care. I've been to two games and I'm going to the United game. And as I've said, when you watch him off the ball, he's not making the runs. He's not, he's running nowhere near where he needs to be. He's not, his body language, like I said, when we used to get, let a goal in, he'd be the first one going, yeah, come on, lad, let's get this, let's sort this. He's just walking down, head down. He doesn't care. He doesn't <laughs> care. Everyone went, oh, Harry Kane's back, in the sire. Is back. Listen, this guy opened himself up for, for this to happen. The second this whole nonsense started last summer, Man City screwed him up because they said, Yeah, we're going to come and get you. And they tried to do something stupid, which was try and lowball us, which was never, ever going to happen. But Harry Kane, up until last summer, whether you loved him or hated him, as an Arsenal fan, a West Ham fan, a Liverpool fan, whatever fan, was. You had to respect what Harry Kane did on the football pitch. You had to respect that that guy. When you look at model professionals, that is like the true like he's England captain as well. So he don't just represent us; he represents the country. And that you know what I mean. It's like when we used to have Tony Adams as a England captain or whatever. The England captaincy means something for a football fan. Um, you never saw him on the front pages unless it was something positive, and you saw him on the back always for the positive. What he's done this season has just trampled all over everything he does. Everything he does. And Harry Kane has opened himself up to this type of debate and this type of... Uh, uh, i pick a bigger person up I, I, I stood up and I said on all the streams last week, Harry Kane was fantastic against Newcastle. And he was. That's the Harry Kane we know. But like I said, it was Newcastle. And the next big game came up. And once again, Harry Kane bottled it. And then what will happen is he might play on Wednesday against Burnley and he'll score two goals. Oh, fantastic, fantastic, wicked, he's back, he's back. No, he ain't. Let's play against Manchester United and you go missing again. <coughs> I think someone said to me the other day, I'll speak to a friend of mine back in Toronto, and do you know what? I think not selling Kane, and he said this actually, it's not me, not selling Kane It could be one of the worst bits of business we've ever done. Because he is completely the, the the mood he's setting, the performance he's putting on the pitch. We I'd rather we'd sold him and then got whatever striker we would have found from the Ugandan eighth division because that's how much Levy will spend of that money uh, and, and and give him a go. Because when Harry Kane's not trying, you're you're a player down. You're a player down. He has been woeful and. I'm man enough to to, when when Harry Kane is a professional footballer, and coming in for criticism is part and parcel of your job, and also the praise. And if you're going to be taking the praise, which you rightly deserved, then you've got to be man enough to take the criticism when the facts are staring you in the in the face. He is 100% a bustle job. He is 100% not interested in playing for us, and he is 100% ruining his legacy and he needs to piss off now now do you do, 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 do you think the stats
0: there that you you've mentioned you know obviously a lot higher last season to this season is to do with the way that we're playing as a team as well not really attacking over yeah. villa and newcastle aside and and obviously last year we were defensive with with, with Mourinho. But we obviously had in the way of attacking, which was him drop deep, sun run off, which isn't happening this season. So do you think he's struggling for that, or or as well? Because I, I definitely think something's changed with his headers dropped or 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 something like that. I mean, you obviously track back against Arsenal, but in terms of showing for the ball, yeah, after he lost the ball, after he lost the ball, in Mike's comment of of getting tackled and everything like that, uh, you know. I've always said that his weakest part of his game is his strength and hold-up play. Okay. So, yeah, so thinking, do, it's do you think it's, a, it's the way that we're playing is also affecting No,
1: he's no. involved as much? He. The only thing is he, he can't play in a 4-3-3. And we saw he plays better in a 4-3-1, 4-2-3-1. Now, this is the part where I blame Nuno because when you come to a team and you, you say you've got the best striker in the Premier League, if not Europe, if not the world on this day, and he, he's the best there as a, a one-up top, You don't come in and go, do you know what, I'm going to play him in a three. It makes no sense whatsoever. If you've got the best player and and you look at it and when you say the of play, listen, Harry Kane, love him or hate him, and right now I'm on the latter, um, a world class player, like we've just said, grabs the game by the scruff of the neck. If the game's not going to him, he goes to the game. Now, I'm not saying he will turn, just because he does that, Harry Kane wins the game like Roy of the Rovers, but you can at least see that he's trying. he's like, right, this ain't working. What am I going to do to fix it? I'm Harry Kane. Let me drop deep. Let you go for and, and literally start trying to get a foothold in the game. He's done nothing. He's gone missing. He's gone walkabout and not made himself available. You wouldn't see uh, a Patrick Vieira. You wouldn't see uh, a, a Julian Dix. who imbo- I mean, I remember seeing Julian Dix, who would literally jump in, a shark tank with steak all over him. If it said West Ham needed him, that's what that's what cult cool heroes and that's what legends do for the club. If Harry playing, Kane leave for two years. Yeah, exactly. Harry Kane should be getting these getting these games and going. Do you know what? I'm not in fact. Fe- I am going to try and change this game. Like I said Kevin De Bruyne. If it, if the team are, he'll go all right, give me two seconds, I'll just play a player ball that's just gonna land on Jesus' head, go. Or if or might but they ramp up the game to make sure they get involved. And that's what you've got to do. I'm not saying just because Harry Kane's Harry Kane, he has to score every game and we win every but at least try and make an impact in the game. Yesterday he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yesterday he didn't. He was he was do you know how many times rather than trying to get in front of the defender? to try and get in front to, to for like an early ball in. He runs between the two to make it... He's lost his spark, he's lost the mojo, and he is hindering our performances. We looked a lot better in the first game of the City, first game of the City, first game of the season with Mora, Son and Bergwijn. They may not be the only one that can get near to Kane in terms of class and uh, skill, but again, as we were saying at the beginning of West Ham working as a unit, those three worked very, very well together. And they work for each other and they're all committed to the club, whereas this band isn't.
0: So, I do think against City as well, there was more space there because City were attacking us uh, quite heavily. Whereas West Ham obviously had their plan to well, not soak up pressure but kind of be compact a little bit. But,
4: uh- but to be fair, we changed our plan, we didn't that wasn't our initial mm-hmm. plan. We we did what Tottenham couldn't, we adapted to the game.
1: Mike, 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 can you explain that that did? We don't, we, we're Spurs fans, we don't know what that
4: means. <laughs> we, 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 fans, we one flow, I, I, and then we went, Hang on, we're going to take this right turn because it's a shortcut. That's what we well, okay, okay, so
1: I, we, I, I we did try, 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 try. Oh, 90 minutes are up, we won't try again.
4: I to be fair, I would have been mad if I was Tottenham fan because you did try it. Essentially, it was so obvious. If you watching watching the game, just even in the stands, we basically said to Tottenham, if you want to beat us, you need to go round the sides and you need to whip balls into the box. Because we just went, we're just going to compact the 18-yard box. Because and the funny part is the Spurs team just went, Well, that's where we attack then. We'll just we'll just attack the middle because that's where West Ham are going. They're actually they're funneling us out wide. Well, we're going to ignore that. We're going to go into it was.
0: Well, we we did have width with, with Veciolar and Royale, but like I said, the ball to them was far far too slow. Uh, but in terms of adapting, I think we adapted in part. Obviously, you had the, the early chances, early doors, and you were uh, the, the fans right up for it. We we adapted in a sense to keep the ball and, and kind of quieten the crowd down. But in terms of going forward and causing you problems. I mean, I mean, I think that, I think in terms I think of keeping keep the, the ball and uh, keeping at bay a little bit, I mean, everyone's going to get ch- a few chances in the game. But I mean, Adam, kind uh, of sum up a little bit. Uh, where do we finish this season? I mean, if, if, if Kane scores goals, the goals that he has been scoring in previous seasons, we've got a real good shot of maybe not Champions League, but certainly Europa League. <laughs>
1: if
0: he's not. Sc- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> if, if. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. He's scoring goals and carries on like he is. I mean, top 10 is uh, 50-50. Uh, how, how does this end? Does he go in January? Does he buck his ideas up? Do we get a playmaker? Do we change the way that we play? Or do we carry on like this and then it's a real, real, real uh, season? Uh, what, what was That oh. <laughs> uh, That's that supposed to be my angry noise, but it sounded a bit... Weird, well, yeah, did not it? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh,
2: it's, it's going to be an it's going to be up and down season. It's going to be you don't know what Tottenham team is going to turn up. It's just going to be one of those seasons, and yeah, we're not going to get Champions League. You think it's a build
0: season, or do you think it's going to be? I I, I've said I don't think Nuno's going to get the time because I reckon when his time is up, that's when Pochettino's contract is up, and then it works for Levy because he gets a bit of a manager, gets manager in, no compensation, changes hands at all. But do, do you think? You think Nuno get gets fired if he finish something like 10th this season? Or do
2: you, th- uh, or do you think he gets another go? Or, 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 I mean... I, um, I I think we'll do well. To be, I, I think top eight. I, I think we'll be in the top... I think we'll do very well to get top six. Um, top four, that'd be a miracle. Um, yeah, I think we're looking around seven for eight for something like that this season, probably. Yeah.
1: Mike, in contrast, your <laughs> For
0: your fourth now, which I, I, I don't know what your aim is this season. Obviously, everyone's aim is to win the league. Uh, none of us are going to win the league. So that's... Uh... An aim, but it's 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 like me go. Well, I'll win the lottery tomorrow. That's my aim. Never going to happen. It hasn't worked in twenty years. Um, but it, it, is top four your aim? Is another uh, consolidating Europa League your uh, aim? Because uh, you, you obviously you're fourth now. You never know. You go on a good run, and, and injuries uh, help you. But what's your realistic aim
4: this season? Realistic aim.
0: But realistic, based on how you've uh, played this season, and how you've started, and, and the European competition
4: as well, to continue. see, I don't think that is realistic to expect that form to continue, uh, you know, consistently throughout the whole season. Um, so, realistically, based on our squads and the number of games we're currently in, to finish eighth is going to represent a good season. Um, Obviously, we had a very good start where, you know, in that top four position, it's nine games in, it's it's irrelevant until I'd say middle of December. That's when you can start going. That's where we're going to be there or thereabouts by the end of the season. I think looking at 10 games in is an indicator as to how you're starting. December is when you start to go, right, this is where we are. January is where it all comes in think Making any claims now as to where we're going to be is just it's a bit redundant, to be honest, because let's face it, where were Tottenham at this point last year? Top of the league.
1: That's true. Top of the
4: league last year. Where did you finish? So talking about where you're going to be now, it, it's an irrelevance, really. What What's going to be – what's going to see where we go is whether we get an injury to Declan Rice or you know, We've managed to uh, ride the injury to Sufal because Ben Johnson stepped up. That's been brilliant. Um, but ultimately it comes down to if we get an injury to Antonio, we get an injury to uh, the likes of uh, Rice, then what happens to our season? We saw what happened last year. You know, We finished outside the Champions League places because basically Declan Rice and Antonio got injured. Had one of them got injured or none of them got injured, we probably would have snuck into the Champions League because we probably would have won one of those games where we didn't. But... Truth is, if one of them get injured, then our whole season is a complete has a different complexion to it. So, I'd like to say we'd finish sixth, seventh, but again, let's be realistic. We're probably you'd ask the West Ham fan to start the season and said I'd love to finish eighth, have a proper good cup run, um, and have a little bit of a go in Europa League. But ultimately, it's about consolidating, building, consolidating, building. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. sometimes you can grow too quickly. So that's the other concern. If we grow too quick, we then don't have the money to sustain it. And we don't necessarily have the ambition in our boardroom in which to uh, facilitate that growth. So it's all very well saying we're doing very well, but there are other factors behind us achieving what we're we're at the moment doing. And at the moment, let's be honest, we are overachieving. Some of our parts are a Sim- lot similar to us under
0: Pochettino four or five years ago. Uh, we, we definitely overachieved then. But Brian, uh, Adam thinks <laughs> top eight. What, where do you think Spurs will finish this season? And, and and please don't say it's all about next season where we're looking to win the championship. Please don't say that.
1: I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna <laughs> say that. Uh, I, 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 I'll never say that. Um, but I will say I don't give a crap. Where we finish because it, listen I don't know what we've got to do or how far we have to go listen I'm going back to calendar in two weeks I've been here for six weeks I came back here as we, everyone knows apart from my, I came here specifically back for the uh, NFL protests and to lend my hand to getting this parasite out of the club and that's all I care about right now listen things aren't going to get better They're gonna, gonna, I just had that song things can only get in my head as soon as I said that Um <laughs> But yeah, um, I really did have that in my head, but yeah, listen, it doesn't. We overachieve, we underachieve, we overachieve, we underachieve. We buy crap, we sell best players, we buy crap, we sell best players. We go backwards, 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 and then we have Lady Gaga concerts. Um, look, you, you've got to look at it as well, mate. Right now, we, we, we've we got the Europa Conference League, and this ain't funny what I'm about to say. We've got Vitesse and Rennes at home. And if we don't pick up six points from those, we could be out of the conference league yeah. at the group stages. Yeah. Not bad and thing. by the time we and by the time we play United from our last home game, um, which was Villa that I was at, we would have had the embarrassment in Europe, the embarrassment of losing to... Uh, I don't mean the embarrassment of losing to West Ham, I mean the embarrassment of losing another North London derby, uh, uh, not North London, a London derby, making it four out of four. Um, I don't mean the team, I mean just the general North, uh, 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 derby uh, four in a row, we could, go, we could go out to Burnley in the Carabao Cup all by the time we come to United who I can guarantee you mate those players are going to be pissed after what happened yesterday they are going to go and well, they are going to well, go well, help. don't worry
0: about United, you know, we'll obviously do the preview on Friday is that they no. change their um formation and tactics not be so bloody open. I mean, I'd fancy our chances if they were as so open as they were. Yeah, the they, the so they, they, they can't be again. They can't be again. I'm still three, trying three, to
1: work out, out if is Pogba's isn't it? I'm even trying to work out if Pogba being sent off is a blessing or a curse for us. <laughs> because if he had played, it's like, okay, we could just walk past him because if he don't care. But then it's like, oh, wait a minute, he's suspended, so another player. Um, but listen, where are we going to finish. I, I've got no, idea, mate. Do you know what? I, is it, do we keep? There's so many variables for Spurs that yeah. we just don't know where this is going to end. Well, I um, think so this, man, it's
0: lucky to get top ten, and I, I mean, mate, you, I'm inclined, to, moment, I'm inclined time, to
1: agree. I'm inclined to agree. Literally, I mean, I don't know what it's going Co- to take to get to. You, Mike. <laughs>
0: Mike must be loving this therapy session. It's
4: our therapy session. Mike's not <laughs> helping. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually loving this. Just stoking the yeah. fire a little bit as well. So it's been yeah. great. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, Brian, cut
1: you off there. No, said, listen, mate. Are you, we, we uh, People know that I'm very outspoken. And I'll speak the truth and say how it is. I won't glo- paint sugarcoach or anything. We're a fucking mess. We are a fucking mess. And it's going to get a lot worse. And I don't know what's going to be the straw, the base that breaks the camel's back for people. Say, do you know what? I ain't having this. I want my Tottenham back and I'm going to fight to get my Tottenham back because we're just allowing this to happen. At least West Ham, like I said, they may have gone about it the wrong way with where they went uh, right up into the Glazers and when they stopped uh, um, Sullivan or Goldie's car. And I, I must admit, I, I, I've actually dreamt that I mean, this is how I want that. I've, I've actually dreamt that I, that was me passing Levy's car. And, and, and then I, I won't go on swear that dream goes. <laughs> Um But let's just say I woke <laughs> up with a really big smile on my face. Um, <laughs> um but, but yeah, it, 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 at least at least there's fans that want change. We, we've got the, the 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 highest price season ticket, the highest ki- kit to do, the highest everything for nothing, just to line their pockets so they can buy property whatever. And it's just not acceptable. So. My main aim is, listen, I want Tottenham back and I don't care what we have to do to get it. And if we have to keep going lower, top 10, lower 10, I don't care. As long as we don't get relegated. As long as we don't get relegated, we need to get these guys out of the club. And if we keep doing well, they're they're not going to go. Keep punching above our weight, they ain't going to go. And that's all I care about right now. They used to, as I keep saying, my famous hashtag, whenever I'm there, there used to be a football team over there not an entertainment complex, and that's what we've got to get back.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you no. Know, uh, Adam says, it's not going to be a very nice season, I don't think, and uh, well, like Brian says as well. But uh, I, I think it's doubly disappointing because it was only four years ago, it's not that long at all, that we were challenging for leagues and then and even less that we were in a final of a Champions League and then now we're oh, a million miles away from that.
4: And then Wait, obviously it, does,
0: it doesn't help that... It doesn't help the West Ham and then not the placeness because you're not in Champions League final for title tennis, but you're obviously on the up and we're on the decline. Man.
4: but yeah, I mean but if we do if we win a trophy, then we've achieved more than you have in your in your period of success. So yeah, you know yeah. that stops you from being flippant. No, if we're West Ham, we're likely not to win a trophy. There's one word in that though, if yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I said I'm a West Ham fan. Let's face it, our song sums us up perfectly and like my dreams, they fade and die. You know we have dreams and they always die. You know, but we're <laughs> streaming. dreaming. Um, but it's the truth. You know, it's we're not replacing Spurs um, because what are we replacing? It, it's that brutal thing that um, happened when someone sent around Paul Scott and um, Paul Mercer and went, "Oh you know Spurs success? What success? What have they done? You hadn't won anything. So to say success, really, what you mean is you had a very good commercial success. You increased your brand in Champions League and you sold a couple of players for big money. That's really the success that Tottenham had, and they built a team that competed for a bit and then ultimately didn't. Sorry, that sounds really harsh. No, No, it's like the
1: the golden era in England. It's like the golden era we had with England with Gerard, Beckham, Scholes, all these, and they were pipped to win everything, and they won bugger all. Listen, what what are these players going to say? People like uh, Ruta Dembele, who I'm just picking him out as a who is a legend at Tottenham, and rightly so, but he's going to go, oh, look at this, where I, I came second, or look at this, where we almost made the Champions League final, or look at this, where we almost, compared to someone like, uh, like someone like, let's say, Ryan Giggs. Well, there's my 14 Premier League medals. There's my 100-whatever Cats for Wales. There's my two Champions Leagues. There's my God knows um, how many FA Cups. That's, That's what, they're what they're remembered there. for.
4: It's, they just go into their WhatsApp. Ericsson, how's it going? I'm on a Scudetto. and Walker, how's it going? Yeah, I've won a couple of Premier Leagues and the FA Cup and Carabaos. It's, it's even worse than that. You don't even have to look at players in the past. You just have to look at your own squad and what they've done since they've left mm-hmm. But other players. And it's just, you know, in their own WhatsApp group, they're getting told, you yeah, I'm winning shit. What are you doing mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Question for, it, be... today for the kids. That was fun. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just what it is, isn't exactly. but... it?
0: Question for you, Mike, from J.
4: Ashraf. Cheers for
0: getting in touch. Uh, Obviously, where do you see Spurs and your club finishing this season? You've obviously said about West Ham, it's too early to say, uh, possibly yeah. too early to say for Tottenham because there's so many uh, variables. I mean, you've obviously said West Ham, it depends on the key uh, players and, and come November, uh, December, when you can really judge it. Is that the same for Tottenham for you or do you think...?
4: Yeah, I think you know, for us, if we are where we are or thereabouts come December, then January is the most important transfer window ever in Goldsummer and Brady's time. If they do not speculate to accumulate there, and obviously we're already about $160 in debt, but this is the time to maybe add that because there are interested parties looking to buy the club, and that debt is not really a concern for the people that would be willing to buy the club. So maybe now is the time to speculate because if that speculation... Get some say, that three points they didn't get last year and puts them in the Champions League by just the skin of their teeth and by just some act of God and some randomness and we managed to get in, the The value in the club goes up exponentially and then they can run off into the sun, you know, waving their dildos in the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to get it in. They are <laughs> referred to as the Dildo Brothers and it worked. <laughs> um, you know, and then you get... January is massively important. If we if we mess up January and we don't get probably at least two players, one of them being a striker and one of them either being a left-back or a winger, because we do lack that bit of pace variation in that line behind Antonio, if we don't get at least two players, our season could collapse on one to two injuries. And then we're just sitting there going, oh, once again, what could have been? Right?
1: doing the Tottenham.
4: Yeah. You know, so for us, it's kind of like, well... Eighth is a good finish. Seventh is a great finish, considering all the games. Anything other, anything above seventh, quite frankly, I don't care what any West Ham fan says, it is an absolute gift for us. right? If we you were seventh, club... seventh last season. Yeah, we know. were. If we, we replicate, lo- um, if we replicate yeah. what we achieved last year, that's brilliant. Because you know, let's not forget, last year, every West Ham fan was getting told, the only reason the club's doing so well is because you lot are not in there and you're all vile, you're all toxic <laughs> and you know, you, the reason your club's doing worse because you're not there debunked that so far, so yeah. you know, it's it all comes down to January for us, I think anything from 7th or above is an absolute gift, if we finish 8th that's that's brilliant top half obviously, we get, I, I do think we'll finish in the top half, I don't see David Moyes not managing to get this team into the top <laughs> really. it's just the position, I think we can go to any one of those positions, same with Tottenham if Harry Kane all of a sudden pulls his head out of his ass and you know finds finds the love for Spurs again, he might become that player that you've had and banging all the goals and then Tottenham all of a sudden become a different proposition because you, Tottenham do have good players. You know, as much as it pains me to say it, they do have good players. But If, if, if he doesn't do that, are we he doesn't do that, bottom half just... or are
0: we top 10 or are we top 8? Mm-hmm. Or,
4: or If he doesn't... Well, again, is it too difficult I'll to say? Honest, because it's only right, honestly, anywhere from... 8th or... If you don't finish in 8th, even with Harry Kane misfiring, it's an embarrassment. You've spent, what, 40-odd million on a defender, for God's sake, in one of one the cases. 47 million, was it, Romero? Well, he's, he's kind of on low with an option to buy, yeah, so okay, no, 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 you, have a, you have a future obligation. It's
1: obligation. Yeah, yeah but, you know, it's obligation.
4: Yeah, with, with the squads that you have, anything below 8th, which should be an embarrassment for if you're a Spurs fan because not so long ago... That that's four to drop four positions quite that that quickly and with that much of a whimper in the past, you know, considering where you were only two years ago, says says something is quite rotten, to be fair, within your squad, not just in your board, that's within your squad and how your squad's built. But I reckon, mate, you're probably finishing eighth, right? You probably are. And it's just gonna be a last-minute tussle between you and Arsenal as to you know, oh, you, who who controls North London? It's going to be that. It's, it's, going, to be the, it's going to be the North London title, basically, or who finishes in eighth or seventh. You know, anything can happen in this league as if you guys get Harry Kane scoring and playing like Harry Kane and the rest of your team start moving, your season could be different. But it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. And mm. ultimately... You know what, I, I, I
1: can't actually remember... The last time both Arsenal and West Ham finished above us in the in the same season. So, should that happen, all I can say is people will be lucky that I'll be living in Toronto. although I may fly back just to have my say. The last time
4: and that happened, pro- we had, uh, I think we had um, Harry, Ke- um, Harry Kane, Harry Redknapp, I think. So to finish the year, we finished fifth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the last time that happened. Yeah. That's a long time. Okay. You know, these, these you things do? happen, though, don't they? You have a team who have a period of success...
0: Yeah, that period of success yeah. you have. A, you, I'll go to West Ham. You have a period of a kind of underachieving, and then all of a sudden you get a new manager or, or new players or new whatever,
4: and then you end up. Yeah, we, we do we do flash in the pan success. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so kind we, of we what just we've go, done. Go, we're yeah. here and yeah. go. But yeah, um, I mean, we have a yeah. tough season. I think if you if your players we'll have a tough season, don't maybe. buy into what Nuno's doing, and I to be honest, yeah. looking at how you played. The only thing I could see that Spurs want to do is hold possession. Other than that, it's not the Spurs that I've been seeing previously. But then again, as I said to you the other day, Chris, you've gone complete 180. You went from an attacking side based on developing and building players to going into an ultra defensive and keeping players on after their due date and then not replacing. What Spurs were doing yeah. at that point is they were bringing players in ready to come in if someone was to go, you know, and you haven't done that since. And now yeah. you're paying for the, the fruits of your ill labour, shall we say.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Levy a different time. And I'm sure Brian will constantly.
1: <laughs> but we'll I believe mean, it. It. it doesn't matter what time of the day it is, whether I'm here or Canada, I've always got time for that subject.
0: Yeah, but uh, we'll call that an end now. It's been a, I wouldn't call it a therapy session like uh, Jay Ashraf said, but uh, it's not been as bad, as so I thought... Uh Cheers, Mike, for coming on. Uh, no worries, again, have uh, not been too bad, although you have been giving it a little bit more than normal. So
4: I'm so glad we only play West Ham twice this season. Hey, i could be dealing hey, with this every week. It's three we'll of you against one. So you know I've got I've not I've got come in with you know another pair of bollocks on me just you know to make it yeah. a little
0: fair. Yeah. Uh, like we said on Friday as well, you've got uh, you obviously uh, your uh, Twitter uh, handle which will be on the uh, description. You also got a scouting one uh, Anyone wants any uh, uh, players scouted? You called out Dac, yeah, no, from Leicester, isn't it? That's his name. Yeah, uh, a I'm couple of years before going. Leicester got him. Uh, uh, Tommy Asu as well. We were
4: interested. So, uh, where can people find that? Oh yeah, so that one is scouting underscore uh, BTL. That's it. So yeah, that one. There's a few scout reports already on there. So yeah, there was one on Dacca uh, prior to going to, to to Leicester, which pains me most uh, most out of all of them. But yeah, there's a few on there. I think he did one on uh, a Tommy Yasu when you guys were at the time actually looking yeah. at him. Um and the likes of like, like Sven Botland as well. So there's a there's a few on there. A few more I need to get back around to start yeah. doing. It. Get in touch if you want
0: uh, uh, any scout reports from Mike. I'm sure you'll be happy to oblige just don't say West Ham or C words. He probably
4: won't, then he'll probably ignore it. Um, to be honest, mate, at, I'll, just, I'll just refer to the league. That's it. doesn't matter. <laughs> maybe say that in a few, three months' time, because it might change. Hey, um, mate, I live in the moment. I don't care about three months' time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Adam, uh, welcome back after your little holiday. I can only imagine you. you wish you were back on that bloody holiday. Um, but, yeah, uh, anything to plug at all. You never have anything to plug. Make something up, plug something. So no? <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm sure you'll be back next Monday uh, talking about the United game. Uh, God knows what's going to happen there. We'll have the preview on yeah. Friday. Uh, but yeah, I've just bounced back there. We're at home. And like we saw with the uh, 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 Chelsea games and other games, you lose in the manner that we're losing, not scoring goals, not having shots. It's just going to turn toxic. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you'll be back on Monday and hopefully. I, hope can awesome. I mean you're going to the game, what are your feelings about that? Not yeah. about going to
2: the game, about the actual game, not that you're devastated because yeah. you have to leave the house oh, no. all the I mean United are in, in a in a bit of a bad way at the moment, aren't they? So mm. yeah. yeah, I mean if we win that game, you know, it puts us up quite quite a bit. Mm. And we could be having a, a positive conversation this time next week.
0: Yeah, that bloody time we did, we've only had two positive ones this season. Um,
1: yeah, Brian, uh, pleasure as always coming on uh Tottenham on Tour. Yep. Uh, where can people find that? Yes, yeah, so they can find us on YouTube, uh Tottenham on Tour and the exactly the same on Twitter, it's just all one word, but that's Brian Island, who's manning that Twitter. I could be found on my personal Twitter, which is just at B-R-I, and then my surname D-A-G-U-L. Um but yeah, we're, uh, in an hour's time, we're, do- we're, we're actually doing something very special on Tottenham Tour. And Chris is going to be our first guest. We're going to do a pre recorded yeah. show, of uh, it will be coming out straight after. of It's going to be a weekly thing we do. So, any Spurs fans that are watching that wanted to do this on Tottenham Tour, you get to pick your greatest 11 that have ever played for Spurs, but only during your time, the time of your life. And you can pick the formation, you can pick the players, it doesn't have to be the best in your take, be a cult hero or a person, a player that makes a special meaning for you or something he's done outside of football. And we're just going to have a lot of fun of it and we're recording the first one in an hour of time with the birthday boy himself. So uh, (laughs) Chris will be the very, very first Tottenham on Tour Greatest eleven manager. And yeah, we're looking forward to doing that. it'll be released pretty much straight after. So uh oh, I'm looking, yeah,
0: looking forward to that. I'm a pioneer. I've always said it. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most
1: definitely, my friend, most definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh cheers guys. Big pleasure having you on. Uh unfortunately it's Mike who has the uh cheerfulness today, not us. But oh, hopefully that look will look change. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Mike will be on uh I'm sure Mike will be on uh, on the return uh fixture whenever that is uh at top. Oh, I probably
4: won't be as happy then, but you know, you never know.
0: Well, you're coming on then well, You're
1: coming on
4: then.
0: Uh, and Adam, I'm sure you'll be here next week. Brian, you'll be on at some point uh, for
1: sure. Know, one of the
0: regulars. Great having you guys on. Unfortunately, another loss <laughs> coming on oh, my birthday. Uh, if you have, uh, if you have watched this, hit the like, hit the subscribe. You can give that as a birthday present because God knows Tottenham didn't give me one. Um, hit the hit the like, hit the subscribe. Uh, even if you're watching a replay, and hopefully. Well, we'll I'll, I'll, we'll be back on Friday for the United preview, and then hopefully in a week's time we'll have a, a positive result to talk about against Man United. But until then, let we can uh, we can beat Burnley in the cup, get a cup run going, and then beat United. And come on, you Spurs.
1: Leave me out! 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 Leave
0: Thank you so much for watching.
1: For everybody who participated in the live
0: chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions, or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalk Tottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12 UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!